Thanks for joining us for the Intersection Podcast at Georgia Tech Scheller College of Business. My name is Jasmine Howard. I'm a first year MBA student here at Scheller College, and I'm your host for the Intersection. Today, we're joined by three of our very impressive undergraduates so they can share uh, a little bit more about their finance internships in New York this summer. Let's go around the table and see who we have. My name is Naomi O'Halloran. I'm a fifth year, uh, obviously a business student here at Georgia Tech. I'm concentrating in accounting and minoring in French, and this summer I worked for Goldman Sachs in New York. Hi everyone, my name is Shane Phillips. I'm a fourth year business administration major, concentration in finance. Uh, Originally grew up in Jamaica, fun fact. Other than that, I interned at Credit Suisse last summer in investment banking. Hey, um, I'm Erfan. I'm originally from Iran, uh, born there and moved to the U.S. back in 2014. I'm a business major, concentration in finance, and I worked at Point72 this past summer in New York. Great. Lots of different representation within different organizations up in New York. I want to know first, what drew you all to those different companies? What made them attractive to you and um, what made you pursue them for your internships? Start with Shane. Yeah, so I can go first. I think that as a finance major, especially one who's interested in banking, you always want to be sort of at the, the focal point of the action. And so for that, for me, that meant, you know, being able to work with some of the biggest banks in the world and get exposure to, you know, some of the more high profile deals that they're working on. I think that, you know, for me, I've always sort of wanted to chase the biggest and best thing, or at least relatively the biggest and best thing. And so that's what sort of drew me to New York. Um, so I guess for me, so I got interested in trading like about five years ago, and then ever since I moved here, I would you know Google like best hedge funds to work for, like <laughs> best traders in the world, best you know like money managers, whatever. And I came across in a long list, obviously, but Point Seven Two has always been kind of up there, and um, I really, really didn't think that I would get it, but I went through the process got it and uh, it was a great experience I mean you know they're one of the biggest asset managers in the world and um, it was a fantastic experience yep yeah for me I guess working for Goldman had always been like a pipe dream Um, you know I just never thought that that would actually you know come true or be a possibility but as Shane I think mentioned you know the best and the biggest banks typically are located in New York so I think that's kind of where my search started and then obviously as an accounting student um, I didn't necessarily know if I wanted to go the traditional accounting route and if I wanted to find something that was kind of a mix between finance based and accounting and so for me Goldman had a lot of opportunities within that kind of area uh, the hybrid of the two um, studies so that's kind of what led me to Goldman obviously they're a really well-known bank so it was a huge uh, huge uh, win-win so yeah. yeah great all right so I'd love to learn a little bit more uh, I'd love to learn more about the specifics of your internship what types of projects you worked on what departments you rolled up under um, and tell me about one big project that you had an impact on what your big takeaways are I'll start with you yeah, sure. So um, mine was started off with a week of training, uh, mostly Excel and financial modeling. And then um, following four weeks where we were put into portfolio manager teams. So we would work directly with the PMs and analysts and sort of be involved and help them out with their day to day tasks of, you know, uh, forming investment thesis or following up on the current investments or a company prints earnings, uh, you know, what changed, what the market perspective changed, did a sell side, 
um, analysts change ratings, you know, everything from the, you know, finance side of things to fundamentals and the news. And then uh, the last five weeks of the internship was us sort of coming back to the academy team, which is uh, the group that focuses on interns and sort of our education. And uh, we did uh, two main projects covering two different tickers um, and sort of, you know, building a model from scratch. And um, I guess the highlights were like building a full model from scratch and just doing a full fundamental analysis on the stock. So everything from management to their sales, geographical exposure, you know, anything that could affect the stock price and the valuation, uh, we looked at. And um, it, was, it was an awesome experience, yeah. Great. Shane, how about you? Yeah, so I'd say my internship ended up starting out pretty similarly to Irfan's. We start off with a week of pretty intensive training. Uh, funny enough, as intense as the training is, that's probably the most relaxed part of the internship. <laughs> I, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do they do the thing that I've heard where you just don't get a mouse? Or they like take away yeah. all the things? Yeah, yeah no, okay. I definitely I definitely <laughs> experienced that, both in training and actually on the desk. Uh, they really want you to learn the uh, shortcuts in all of the Microsoft Office applications, and so the best way for them to do that is just take the mouse away because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, uh, otherwise you're gonna you're constantly be reaching for it. And so it's a pretty good a pretty good exercise, I'd say. But uh, similarly, you know, we ran through a lot of financial models, uh, learned a lot about just sort of analyzing financial statements in general, and then once I hit the desk, I was in a a very small niche team of the financial sponsors team. So, uh, financial sponsors is pretty much just any company that. Uh, is what you would consider to be on the buy side. So companies that, you know, acquire either, you know, small positions in other companies or entire companies in themselves. And so a lot of the work that I actually did was, you know, uh, screening either potential buyers or potential uh, target companies for the client so that they could either get bought or sold. And, you know, a lot of that would involve, uh, you know, looking at sort of their history of the transactions. Uh, some of it would involve helping out in the models to figure out how much you think a company is actually worth. Uh, a little bit of, you know, looking at their credit risk, you know, how much debt they can actually afford to take on for a deal. And then similarly to Irfan, I also had a end of summer project where I sort of took on a company by myself. Uh, didn't get used for a live deal, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, pretty much just uh, doing all the due diligence yourself, building the model from scratch, you know, uh, DCF, merger model. Uh, we could have done an LBO. I didn't. I chose not to do that just because it's a bit more complicated. But uh, really, just doing the deep dive analysis yourself, and you know, nobody's work is probably going to get used on anything live. But it's really just the opportunity to get your hands wet and do the same type of work that full-time analysts are doing there. Yeah, so for me, we started also off with a week of training, and because I was actually housed in internal audit, we had to learn a dual approach, not only learning internal audits framework, but also learning the the side of the business that we were placed in. So I was placed in securities, doing fixed income commodities and currencies, so FIC. Um, and so for me, it was kind of, I had to learn all about how internal audit handles their processes, but then at the same time, I had to learn all about securities and specifically the FIC, FIC world, which is extremely complicated. Um, and Goldman is such a traditional bank, and they're really well known for their security space. Um, and FIC is a classic within securities. And so for me, that was a lot of the initial half of my internship was focusing on just kind of learning the space, 
learning how Goldman does their business and then learning how other banks do their business and kind of just like seeing how that progress has been made over time. Um, my projects kind of fluctuated from, you know, maybe working with sales and traders uh, to learning more about the Goldman's emerging markets uh, space. And so uh, one of my biggest projects was about that and kind of incorporating analytics and doing modeling and things like that. So that was really interesting. I guess the main project, though, that we got to work on throughout the entire internship was a Shark Tank-themed project, and it was with all of the other interns. Um, and so naturally, it was like very competitive. Um, everybody assumed like if you won the project, you've gotten a full-time offer. Um, <laughs> uh, but they did say at our training, they were like, "Hey guys, we just want to remind you, like, don't like focus on just winning. Like, focus on the project itself." Um, so that was a lot of fun. And then we got to actually present at the end of the semester or the internship to the entire division globally, um, which was really exciting. We stood on the same stage that the new CEO um, had been announced so and where Lloyd had sat you know only like a day before so that was really cool and then my team actually won so that was really exciting so congratulations (laughs) thank you that's exciting Um, so you talked about especially those the training that happened when you first got there can you tell me about how Scheller College prepared you to even be there in terms of career coaching uh, networking preparedness professional development yeah, I can, I can start off. So I think that since being there, I've had the opportunity to take a lot of classes where uh, we work on a lot of cases. Uh, so for example, I took security evaluation last semester. I think that class was really helpful because a lot of the cases actually involved uh, looking at financial models and then using those financial models to sort of take a stance and make a recommendation for a business, you know, whether or not you think it's overvalued, undervalued, et cetera. And so just sort of getting that experience with, you know, the financial models in Excel really helped me going into uh, into training. And then on top of that, working with the investments committee because we do do a bit of our own modeling that when we're looking at making our investment decisions. So I think just some of the prior experience that I've had through both classes and extracurriculars. Yeah. Shane, can you elaborate on the investments committee and kind of the expectations of that group and what you all do here on campus? Sure. So at the, at the core, we're a $1.4 million student-run fund. And we take a pretty general or basic investment approach, like a long-only fund, which means that we really only invest in securities, hoping that they're going to go up. Uh, other investment strategies are a bit more risky, uh, you know, a, a bit more than our typical risk appetite. And so uh, typically how the process works is we have uh, a similar structure to what you'd have at a bank. You come into the committee as an analyst. You can work your way up to a senior analyst, after that sector head, uh, then director and senior directors. And so sector heads work with their analysts and senior analysts to come up with pitches for investments within their respective sector. So for example, it could be healthcare, technology, industrials. And then once they've actually given the pitch, uh, the senior people within the committee, so the directors will come together, we'll do our discussions, we'll sort of run our own due diligence on the investment, and then we'll actually come to a vote on whether or not we think it's uh, worth an allocation or not. Great. Um, Yeah, so I think Scheller's encouragement of work experience is huge um, just because you're able to, you know, as much as you can learn in the classroom like Shane spoke to, there are a lot of experiences outside of the classroom that Scheller really encourages, I think, more so than other, you know, maybe colleges on campus and especially other schools um, around, you know, the U.S. And uh, definitely something that I noticed in training was I just knew, you know, when to pay attention, when to, like, you know, 
dive down into my work, um, learning how to use Excel and things like that is definitely something that's incorporated in a lot of classes here at Scheller. And so I was very familiar with a lot of, you know, the tools and skills needed and definitely having that work experience um, to that builded built upon my um, my like Excel foundation was huge, I think. And just also the emphasis on interaction in the classroom. I think that prepares you a lot for just yeah. training, kind of getting, you know, hitting the ground running um, and just like learning how to cope in the space that you're placed in. Naomi, were there any specific classes that you recall this summer when you're in the middle of a project like, oh, we did this in so-and-so's class or I feel um, totally confident because of taking this? Yeah, uh, so I took financial anal- financial anal- financial reporting and analysis one um, with Ryan Blunk, and for me that was huge just because it gives you a really strong foundation into financial statements and things like that. And he incur- he incorporates a lot of real world experiences um, and basically builds upon what's in the textbook and so for me kind of having that dual exposure was extremely helpful when we were like in nitty-gritty details Mm -hmm. of like accounts and things like that so great Rafan how about you um so I guess I'd put it into like two different buckets of sort of like the technical skills and more like a uh, professional development skills Mm -hmm. um in terms of the technicals I guess security evaluation class extremely helpful Another class was um, management of financial institutions with Professor Jones. A lot of public speaking skills from that <laughs> class, for sure. Um, but also on the uh, career development side, I think the career development class that we have um, was really helpful to sort of you know teach you from step one of how to structure your resume and cover letter to you know how to network, how to you know what what sort of behavioral, what what's the best approach to answer behavioral questions and technical questions and and um, that whole process from, you know, going from submitting your resume all the way to, uh, through signing your offer, hopefully. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I think um, Cheryl does a pretty good job on um, both uh, both side of things, for sure. Shane, do you have something to add? Yeah, I really like the fact you brought up Professor Jones' class. I think that <laughs> that was... An well, awesome class. Yeah, uh, so I'm actually in the class right now. Unfortunately, I couldn't take it before I went off to my yeah. internship, but it will definitely help me in my future full-time career. Uh, I think that one of the things I really love about Scheller is that they do a great job at bringing in teachers who've had the opportunity to work in industry. Yeah, and so a lot of the classes, you're not really just learning, thing from, learning things from an academic perspective. Like Things are very, very practical. Uh, teachers share their own experience in industry. Uh, one of the things that's really helpful for me as well is that a lot of these teachers uh, have made it to pretty high up senior positions in huge corporations and a lot of the times they'll share stories about, you know, times when they messed up and, you know, maybe it was <laughs> yeah. a funny situation. I think that, you know, to hear those stories and see how far they've still gone after that, uh, remembering some of those stories really helped me on the job when, you know, maybe I made a mistake or, you know, right. got into a bit of a rut and was feeling, you know, a bit, a bit down. It really just sort of helped me to keep my head up. That's great. So other than the, the professional challenge of the summer, y'all lived in New York. <laughs> yeah. That's a yes. change from Atlanta. And I think when people are looking at internships, you're trying to evaluate, okay, where am I going to live? What's my life going to be like? In addition to the great experience I'm going to have in the office. Tell me about going to New York. How did you manage? I don't know. When I was an undergrad, I had some friends in your similar shoes. And they're like, well, i got to figure out a place to live. And I <laughs> guess I'm going to sublet this dorm. I don't know. So um, tell me about that journey for you. Uh, so I can start off. I'll share my, my, my living experience there, first of all. So 
Uh, I'm lucky enough, you know, throughout most of my college career, I've been able to either live in, you know, my fraternity or, you know, an off-campus apartment, you know, somewhere where I've had, like, a, a decent amount of space to myself. But this summer, I, I lived in an apartment with five other boys oh sharing, one, <laughs> sharing one bathroom among all of us. And so it's a, it a bit of a struggle, to say the least. I mean, one thing that I guess was, you know, sort of a hard realization to come to is that, you know, you're not going to find cheap housing in New York. That's just point blank. There's really no getting around it. And if you do, ask a lot of questions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. But, you know, o- overall, I'd say it's a really great experience. I think that every young person at some point in their life should spend some time in New York for more than a month because I'd been there a few times before, but never for more than I want to say, you know, four or five days. And living there for, you know, a month or longer is a completely different experience. You know, all of the sort of romanticized experiences like walking through Times Square start to become huge <laughs> burdens. Like, you know, you start to yeah. you start to avoid those sort of hot spots that before were such attractions to you. And just, it, re- it really changes your perspective on the city, both in a good and a bad way. So yeah. I'd say it's just something that everybody should experience at some point in time. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think everybody should live in New York for at least some you know period of time, especially early on, just because um, so many people had spoken to me about the energy that you feel within the city, and it's not something that you can really understand or appreciate until you're there. Um, and you know, everybody asked me like, "Oh, what was your favorite part about living in New York?" And I kept saying the subway, um, just because like if you compare it to Atlanta, like obviously Marta, you know, we love Marta, <laughs> but like Marta is not a proper uh, public transportation, you know, service. And so for me, the subway, you could literally get anywhere in New York. It's so big. It's a lot bigger than I think people realize. Um, and so there's so many opportunities to explore. I didn't really get to explore much on the weekday just because, you know, work took up a lot of time. But on the weekends, it was really nice to just go anywhere you wanted, whether or not it was Brooklyn, Upper West Side, like wherever it was. I was really lucky. Um, I can't, didn't necessarily share with five other people, um, but <laughs> I stayed in the new school housing, and so it was like right in Union Square, which is like an amazing place to be. Um, obviously, expen- it was very expensive, but it was really nice to kind of be in the middle of Manhattan, and that way I got to go to a lot of different places um, just from Union Square. But yeah, for me, the subway like really stood out. I know it's such a weird <laughs> thing but um but yeah so it's amazing um so i um i guess i lived like in the heart of new york city i lived on times square and um <laughs> that place was, that shane doesn't like to go <laughs> it was, it was, uh, i was uh, you know i was uh, it was a great experience but you know so i didn't have time over the week to go grocery shopping for example so it would get postponed to the weekend yeah. and I uh, would go grocery shopping and with two bags of groceries, walking back through Times Square with everyone trying to take pictures and all <laughs> of that. Definitely not fun. But no, my, my main goal was to kind of be close to the office, uh, walking distance, and it was 15 minutes. So it was good. But um, overall, what I loved about New York is there's always something to do. Yeah. Midweek, weekend, holidays, midnight, <laughs> early in the morning. Um, so... Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, there's just a lot of events going on from, you know, Central Park to concerts, live music, yeah. you know. Um, so, yeah, I guess that 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 was definitely the, 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 the most fun part yeah. of living there. <laughs> yeah. Y'all have talked about kind of your most favorite experiences and, of course, major projects. What surprised you most, either in regards to your internship itself or city life this summer? Um, I guess I'll start with yeah. this one. Shane, uh, <laughs> no, um, I 
sort of went to the internship not knowing like almost zero like not knowing how it's going to be or what the people are going to be like sort of you know worried a lot about that part and uh really after the first day everyone was so friendly and so easy to talk to and uh it just like changed my mood 100 percent um and you know one month into the internship i was very comfortable talking to everybody including you know some of the more senior people at the firm um, everyone was so happy to talk to you. I would just, you know, shoot a quick email, grab coffee, and um, they would share the experience and everything. So um, for me, that was that was the biggest surprise. I went into the internship thinking, oh, my God, how it's going to be like working mm-hmm. at a hedge fund on Wall Street. Oh, my God. But it turned out to be a lot more friendly and a lot more, um, a lot more pleasant experience for sure. Yeah, I would say that what surprised me the most is also pretty similar to that. I think that a lot of people get a lot of anxiety about graduating and leaving their college community because, you know, how many other times in your life are you going to get thrown into this giant pool of people where they pretty much say, all right, you have some classes to take, but other than that, just go make friends. You know, it doesn't it doesn't happen very often, but I guess, uh, and this may be something that's more unique to the, you know, uh, client-facing industries like, uh, you know, banking, consulting, um, they tend to hire, you know, intern classes. So you don't really get hired as like a one-off person. And I guess that's something I hadn't really thought about as much, but I really felt that, you know, being there is almost like I had, you know, a college class again. Like it was very easy to make friends. There are a lot of other uh, young people going through the same exact thing that you're going through. And so, you know, you're really sort of are in that environment again, where it's very easy to interact with others and make friends and spread Sort of just like spread your network. I was I was very surprised that how similar to Irfan, how easily it was to make friends and and get along with everybody. Yeah, yeah making friends as an adult is hard. Just so <laughs> <you know. laughs> that's why I'm in my MBA. <laughs> uh, and I, yeah, I definitely echo both of um, their statements. I think that uh, for me, I was very intimidated. Like. Also, I think maybe added pressure being a female in a very male-dominated industry was something that I was extremely concerned about, and just like me being the only female intern of like twenty other guy- with twenty other guys. Um, but everybody was so friendly and just so welcoming. And I remember at orientation, we started off the first two days with all of the interns for all of Goldman Sachs in New York, and so you didn't necessarily like you were being sat next to people who you weren't going work with on a day-to-day basis but everybody was like hey how are you like you know so open and friendly and like those were people that I stayed friends with throughout the entire internship but more importantly it was the people that I was working with on a day-to-day basis like the uh for FIC there was one other intern assigned uh to the group and she and I would like IM each other every single you know moment be like hey can you read over this email that I'm sending like a lot of people think you know Wall Street and they think of competition and just like very cutthroat but how open and honest and like friendly people were was just so overwhelming especially those first few weeks where you're really nervous and you haven't really found your your foot um your yeah foot I don't know um (laughs) but anyways it was just really welcoming um you know I got emails from the managing director of our group like a few weeks after my internship and he was like hey you know I'm like doing open water triathlons and I thought of you because you love to swim and like that was I was just like oh my gosh like what (laughs) so everybody was just so nice and I think that's amazing so some of y'all have kind of hinted at this already but you've got that that horizon in mind now that you're in your final year here or final years do you know what's next 
in terms of offers or follow-up or, or full-time? Um, so I've already signed my full-time offer. Yeah, Woo! I'm going back. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going fun. back um, <laughs> next October, October okay. of 2019. Yeah, um, but um, in the meantime, I'm I'm trying to travel over the summer. I was about to say, what are you gonna do for uh, <laughs> yeah. six no, months? Yeah, 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 no, I um, I definitely p- so we had like different start dates. Mm-hmm. I picked the latest. Because <laughs> I want to it's a smart idea. Yeah, it's the it's a popular and smart idea. Yeah, um, so I'll be traveling um, next summer, but. Um, one other thing that I always wanted to learn a little bit more about was sort of like the venture capital and venture side of finance. And that's um, that's one thing that I'm trying to do this uh, over the senior year, taking two entrepreneurship classes right now. They're awesome. I highly recommend it. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where we go from there. Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I'd say I'm in a very similar situation to Irfan. I also had to accept my offer Ooh. back in August, so Congrats. I'll be going back to Congrats, Credit Suisse. Uh, a little differently, though, I was able to actually change groups I was in. So instead of being in a subsector of the financial sponsors group, I'm going to be in the industrials coverage group. So uh, working with a lot of companies like, you know, the GEs of the world, like any company that really focuses on uh, manufacturing, chemicals, building products, not the most attractive sounding <laughs> industry, but it's pretty it's pretty interesting to work with. Yeah. Um, and I will say that typically when you go back to an investment banking job full time, you stick around for two years. And then a lot of people, just because it's very, very hour intensive, uh, end up finding something else. Some people stick around. A lot of people go to grad school. Uh, I'm thinking personally, though, that after my two years, one of the things that I'm uh, interested in looking towards is uh, possibly the startup world. Uh, I think that one of the things that you do a lot in banking is helping people to raise money, and that's obviously a big uh, a big need for the startup world. And so I think that that's something I'd uh, love to focus on in the future, helping startups to do their financing. Great. So I just feel like we're on a roll, and I also accepted my <laughs> yeah. um, Three for three. I know, um, but I'll actually be graduating in December, so okay. a little bit early. Um, but I will be traveling for the first few months of 2019, and then I'll be starting uh, with Goldman either in May or sometime in July. So haven't really nailed down those start dates, um, but uh, not to worry. Um, I'm just like really excited to have some time after graduating and just relax and get to travel like our phone yeah. doing um yeah, and one. yeah um and then i guess also preparing for taking the gmat um i'm very Ooh, interested <laughs> yeah i know i'm a little nervous You'll but <laughs> you um, just worked at goldman sachs for the summer and you're going back um, <laughs> say your quantitative skills were fine <laughs> but yeah so kind of what shane was speaking to also having that long-term mindset um and thinking about what i want to do after you know two or three years and kind of just seeing where everything takes me but yeah just preparing i guess <laughs> Great. Congratulations, everyone. Thank you. So final question for those students who might be either still in high school or maybe they're freshmen here, first years here at Scheller College, what's your advice to them? If they want to be in your seats where you are right now, knowing kind of that immediate short-term future, um, how would you say to take advantage of the opportunities here or just general one piece of advice you would give them? Oh, man. Um, So I guess my 
advice would be work experience. I think the best way to learn from what you've taken in the classroom is to apply it in the real world. And you don't really know exactly what you want to do until you've actually like tried it. Um, and so I think I know a lot of people who came in who really wanted to do investment banking, who really wanted to get their CPA, and then they take their first internship and they you know love their classes, but the internship was nothing you know like what they had expected or wanted. And so that kind of shifts their career path. So I say the best way to learn what you want to do is by trying different things. And that's a great way to do that is through work experience. Um, and then the other kind of tidbit that I would say is, you know, to get to the highs, you have to survive the lows. So <laughs> don't freak out when, you know, you get a bad grade or, you know, you get rejected by one company because, you know, over time, like you build up your your what you want and your experience and you know you'll you'll get to those highs but you just have to be patient right yeah i would say the one piece of advice that i would give to students is that not everybody can help you but everybody can hurt you and so <laughs> um, I think this took a turn is that a really intense <laughs> no. investment banker uh, <laughs> no, no 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 i mean it's it's more just to say like you know don't ever like think that anybody is not worth your time always talk to everybody, always get every perspective that you can get. Um, I, I remember, you know, at recruiting events I'd go to and they'd have HR people that have really high up senior bankers there and everybody's always lined up to talk to the senior bankers and it's just like, do you guys not think that it's valuable to talk to the people who are in HR <laughs> just because yeah. they don't have the industry experience? And, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, that's just one example, but at the end of the day, you know, a lot of the times, the, the bankers give their input, but they don't have the final decision as, you know, who gets the first round interview. And yeah. so, you know, talk to everybody, you know, s spread your network wide. Uh, you never know what you're going to learn from anybody. People almost like always have valuable insights to add, even if it's not, even if it's just, you know, them sharing a perspective that you've never heard before. So just always, always give every conversation a chance. You never know what you'll learn. Awesome. So I guess I'd say two things. One kind of echoing what Naomi said. Um, figure out that the sooner you figure out what you like to do, the better because, and, and, and that comes just with doing internships and reading about it and, you know, just researching it. But um, the second piece probably would be have, have a self-initiative. I know there are a lot of companies that might not come on campus for an info session or they might even not have a job opening on their website. But if you reach out to the recruiters on LinkedIn or email or, you know, if you if you really have a dream company or a dream job, just go for it. Do the research. You know, companies are not going to come and email you and ask you, hey, please come intern with us. You have <laughs> to do the work. So, um, yep, just make sure to cast the net wide and um, and and good luck. Yeah, great. Well, thank you all so much for being here. This is super insightful, and I'm sure it'll be very valuable for those people who are looking to be in your shoes one day. So that does it for this episode of the Intersection Podcast. And see you all next time.